previously on Tabletop Trouble. In the underground ruins, our heroes encountered the second of four keystones, this one in possession of a goblin lord known as Wretch. After striking a bargain with him that would allow the party to use his keystone to unlock a door deep within the ruins, the party rescued an Inquisition member known as Eorith, who had been captured and tortured by set goblins. Amongst the treasures, a strange hourglass-like pendant that allowed Rave to travel to the past of this dwarven ruins and come face to face with her guardian spirit in the flesh. So you guys have just spent the night in the former home of Daisha. Again, this house looks like it's been abandoned for thousands of years. There's not much of anything really left that hasn't gone to rot. It's a pretty restful night, all things considered, but you can't escape the feeling of dread that lingers over this city. And as you guys wake up the next morning, fully rested, you remove the knocked down door leading out to the entryway and begin to make your way deeper into the city. Did Lessa and I have a chance to finish meditating? You guys meditated together, but you didn't further anything with her. She spent the night trying to connect deeper, but you can tell there's some sort of resistance as if she's scared to get too close. Okay. And as you push deeper, you find yourself coming to a large city center. It looks like this was once a place of business and gathering. You can see a lot of collapsed buildings that line the walls. There's no light in here other than the soft glow of this blue road. As you walk, you see more of these mummified corpses. Oh, like lots of dead bodies around? Or? There are more <clears throat> bodies in this square than you have seen previously. Um, it appears as if families gathered in this room huddled together, presumably to wait for their deaths. Uh, can I reach out to grab Les's hand? Yeah, you reach out and grab Les's hand. And as you touch it, you can tell that she's kind of clammy, as if she's kind of nervous about everything that she's seeing. Hey, Lessa, I know this happened a long, long time ago. It's, it's going to be okay. I'm, I'm okay, but I'm worried if this happened once before, there's nothing stopping it from happening again. Right, but it's already been... Thousands well, of years. I mean, it should be should be fine. Also, there is something to stop it. <laughs> Are you insinuating that you'll stop it? No, I'm saying that you'll stop it. Because <laughs> you're working very hard. Uh, roll persuasion. Wow. Well, uh, I 11. think what he... <laughs> uh, you could tell this. these words didn't have the calming effect that you anticipated. And Lessa instead took it to be like, She's the one stone stopping what is essentially uh, a god Oops. from destroying I, things. Lessa, I think um, what he means is... Wiz, you feel like uh, like a, a trembling in her hands as she squeezes on to your hand I, I think what he means is we'll stop it. As long as we're together, we can handle what comes our way. Okay. 
And I know you're keeping those notes. And I kind of give her a wink and I'm like, I know you are uh, pretty smart. She gives you a kind of half smile. Um, didn't think that would help, but. Yeah, no, I, I, I've got my notes. And she like clutches her notebook. Um, onward? Yes, Kako yeah. takes the lead. Uh, I'm going to just start moving into this room towards the, the centerpiece. Yeah, you walk into this dark room, stepping over the bones of whoever resided in here thousands of years ago. A few crunch beneath your feet as they litter this place. It appears as if there was some sort of panic towards this door, as if it was shut at some point, sealing these people inside. And at the very center of this room, as you get closer, you see the focal point of this rail you've been following. It appears to be a sheet of black glass, and you can see a sort of twinkling every now and then in the glass. Can I perceive or do an arcana check? See what kind of thing this is? Um, yeah, go ahead and make a check. Is everyone else making their way in? Is it safe, Kako? No. Uh, yes, maybe. I'm going to assist him, though. Okay, yeah, but both of you guys can make arcana checks. I got a seven. Uh, 21. Yeah, Kako, you go up to this black glass, and as you touch it and try to figure out what it is, you see this white light emanate from your fingertip and kind of warble across this. Like, it's not made of glass, almost like it's a liquid, but it is hard to the touch. Um, But Isaac, when you touch it, you see those twinkling lights kind of start to form almost an image, and it appears to be some sort of map or layout, and what appear to be eight bright lights set up in a circle around this image that it's producing. Do I see this as well? Yes. I would like to do a danger check. <laughs> okay. I don't know, I don't know how. Uh, that would be, let's say survival. Okay. It's a 19. Rave, as you walk into this room, you see something that the rest of your party doesn't oh, see. Oh, no! Um, you see the bones of these people but you see people standing over the bones and you can see what appear to be spirits lingering in this room. They have not reacted to you at all though, and are currently just cowering in fear, holding each other. Basically they look terrified. Um, I'm going to turn and face the wall where a spirit might be. Hello. You talk to these spirits, but it's like they can't hear you. Are they looping? Uh, I mean, you can't see anything. No. Oh, she's the only one. Can see she's her. the only one who can see you right now. Interesting. Oh. So can I discern what this is a map of? Um, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to say investigation for this. I'm going to help. Did you help? I did. Oh. 17. 23. Wow. Damn. Why am I even rolling? <laughs> Um, so as you look at this map, it's not a map of this cave. Mm. The only thing that seems to line up on this map is this room lines up with one of the the bright lights at the center of this map. Wiz. Yeah. Go, go oh. touch go touch the rail. Okay. Um we're gonna kinda like <laughs> with my fingers <laughs> to kind of build up some static charge and I'm gonna touch it. Yeah, you you placed your hand on this rail and you don't feel anything else happen and you guys don't see anything happen on the map put some magic in it um 
okay, I'm going to pour magic into it. Yeah, you go over and just focus, um, closing your eyes for a second, and just push some magic into this rail. And just like you saw Isaac do previously, this rail kind of pulses with energy. You see a, a line on the map relating to the trail get momentarily brighter and then dissipate just like the rail does. Um, so I'm still just watching the ghosts. Yes. And I'd like to try something else. Yeah, what do you want to do? I'd like to speak to them telepathically and just send out a general hello. Uh, you send out a hello focusing on these spirits and you do get a response from them, but it's like a hundred voices overlapping. You can't make out any specific words until you hear a voice, but it's not speaking to you telepathically. Oh, look, it's more of them dudes. What? Say what? Do we all hear this? Nope. And as you turn to investigate this voice, you see sitting on the raised platform next to Isaac and Kako, a translucent visage of a small dwarven child. Generally, again, watching you, but not saying anything, like not doing anything. We're going to do this in the creepiest way possible. I'm not going to acknowledge any of the other people in this room, but I'm going to approach this little ghost boy and say, hi. He looks kind of taken aback as you walk up to him. I'm going to like crouch down then. So I'm like eye level with him. Whoa. You can see me? I can see and hear you. That's weird. Usually when uh, when your types come down here, you, you don't see much of anything. I'm pretty observant. Who are, who are you talking to? So what is this thing? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know how that's going to help you. Uh, and then you hear another voice. It says, You shouldn't talk to them. And then he turns like he's talking to someone. I'll calm down. It ain't nothing. They're just going to disappear here in a minute anyway. What do you mean we're going to disappear? Like we're going to leave? What? (laughs) Brave, you good? Isaac, as you are like examining this map and touching this glass, you begin to hear the voices that Rave is talking to. You can see the spirits now as if you've become almost attuned to this room. Oh, I let go of the glass and turn to them. Hi, guys. Oh, shit. Another one of them can hear me. Uh, and you hear the other voice go, <laughs> You know, we're not supposed to swear. And then he's, I, I know we're not supposed to swear. It ain't nothing. Mom's not going to hear me. She's in the house. And he gestures to one of the collapsed houses. Kaka's going to draw light songs to be like, Wiz, they may have gone crazy. Hey, guys. I agree. I, I know crazy. I, <laughs> I know you said it's not going to help us, but can you tell me what that glass is? Uh, he, he looks around and says, I don't know. I touch it sometimes. Mom says I shouldn't touch. Says it's important. But all I know is it was built by that that beholder. He betrayed us, so probably ain't nothing good about it. What do you mean he betrayed you? You live under a goddamn rock? He's been trying to drain us of our essence in order to build some sort of thing. That's why Kigaroth is standing against him. He's a real hero, you know? And Kako... Uh, you have also become attuned to this room, and you can see the spirits, and sitting next to Isaac, the spirit of this young boy. What in the fuck? Stop. Don't freak out. I raised my sword just a <laughs> little bit. No, okay. They're ghosts. No, stop. <laughs> you hear a laugh when you say they're ghosts. He says, fuck you talk about we ain't no ghosts. The other voice says, I told you, you can't trust them. I'm friends with Daisha. 
Oh, Daisha, that's Kigaroth's wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, they live in the upper quarter. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably long gone now. Well, I just meant you can trust me because I'm really, really close with Daisha. Oh, this is, well, you're a ghost, so I can't trust you. This is true, but maybe if you can help me, we will go away. He chuckles. He's like, (laughs) why would I help a dead person? You ain't nothing coming back for you. Raver, are we dead? Uh, And finally, the last to attune (laughs) to this room is Wiz. You have finally been attuned to whatever magics are in this room. And you can see the spirits uh, in their terror around you. Um, However, the only one who appears to be interacting with anyone is this small boy on the stairs. Kind of give like a sigh of relief. I'm like, all right. uh, Not crazy. Um, (laughs) What's up with the weird ghost boy? You, You guys are crazy. You're the ghost here. I'm not a ghost. Yeah, Wiz, I think we're dead. Oh, God, Little guys. boy, what year is it? Uh, he says, uh, all the adults seem to be freaking out that the world's coming to an end, but I know Kigaroth, he's gonna save us. Okay, so this little boy is probably in the past. What? If the world was really gonna end, it would have done it by now. We've been sitting down here for like 2,000 years and nothing's happened yet. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, you shouldn't be telling them all this. I just, will you chill, man? Who is this other voice? It seems to be the same boy. Oh no, it's a oh, Gollum no. Smeagol situation. Oh dear. And uh, he says, I've seen a lot of you ghost fellas come down here a lot, but uh, I gotta say, you're the weirdest ones I've seen yet. I don't know. I ain't never seen ghosts come up and talk to people before. Better be careful. You're gonna scare some people. I mean, scare them more than they're already scared. Shuddering in fear over there. He gestures to the door. I'm just gonna like be pinching my arm at this point. I'm gonna go over to him and I'm gonna be like, tell us what the black class is or I'll haunt you. No, And I'm hold going up. to uh, pretend like I'm like ghosting over him. Uh, yeah, make an intimidation check. Oh, oh. Yeah, you are trying to scare him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad roll. 22? Uh, yeah, you say that you're gonna haunt him, and he stands up and, like, runs probably about ten feet away. <laughs> fuck. Taking cover behind a pillar, and you hear the other voice go, I told you they can't be trusted. Now stay away from them. I know, man, I'm sorry. I should have listened to you. If you tell me, I won't haunt you. I'm actually pretty reasonable for a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I already told you. The adults told me I'm not supposed to go near it. It's something to do with that goddamn beholder. I'll go down to your mom's house and tell her you've been swearing. Uh, you see, like, the, bo- the boy's face drops. Says, no, no, please don't tell Ma. I promise I won't swear no more. That's right. Say shit damn motherfucker one more time. <laughs> <laughs> and your whole family will be cursed. We should go home. Okay. Wait. You promise you don't know anything else? Like I told you, I don't know anything about all this adult stuff. And the other guy doesn't know anything? Uh, he's, well, I don't know. He doesn't really share. He kind of just hides behind the pillar. Do you think he'd talk to me? Probably don't want to talk to him. I'd really like to talk to him. Make a persuasion check. Um, that's a four. Uh... (laughs) You look at this this small ghost boy. He says, no, I 
I ain't gonna give him control. It's scary. Trust me, you want to be talking to me. Are there any other people we could talk to? Uh, he says, like I said, you're one of a kind. I ain't never seen ghosts like you before. Most of you guys walk through that door, and he gestures to the stone archway you guys walk through. And then you apparate here, look around like you're looking for something, don't find what you're looking for, and continue on through the next door before you disappear. All right, I've got one more thing. What was your name? My, my name? My name's Dougie. Yeah? It's short for Duglod, but I think that name's stupid. I'm trying out a new one. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about going by Switchblade. Oh, I love Switchblade. Yeah, I think it's cool. I'm going to be strong like Kigaroth. What was the other guy's name? I don't know how to say it on account of it's really hard to pronounce. I just call him the Pale Man. Oh, because you know, Daisha and Kigaroth, you know, friends of mine, told me that Dougie was a great person to get information from. And the person that I really wanted to talk to was his friend. And I think you know who that friend is. Make a persuasion check, but make it with advantage. Oh, I was going for deception this whole time. Yeah, go ahead and make deception. You can do that instead. Well, it's a 19 either way. You see, like, a smile form on the boy's face. Like, well, I don't like letting him take over, but if Kigaroth says it's okay, then I guess I can let the pale man come out and talk. Yeah, just for, just for a minute. I just have a question for him. If you're sure. Uh, you see this little boy close his eyes and take a deep breath. And when he opens his eyes, they're glowing with a red energy. And this deep voice speaks out. You should leave this place well enough alone. Yeah, who are you? I am the Pale Man. That is all you need to know. I have taken this young man under my wing, and you should do well enough to leave. What's this? And I gesture to the slab. You gesture to this this map for the first time you've really investigated it, and you know what this is. Oh. This is actually the city of Ashvale. Oh. What? And these eight points around the the center appear to correlate to the towers that run along the upper rim of the city. No. And it appears as if these towers are some sort of arcane well. Oh, no. Oh, my. What what happens when I turn my attention back to Dougie Pale Man? Um, When you turn your attention back to the Pale Man... He's like got his arms outstretched and he's floating a couple feet off the ground um, <laughs> as he is kind of staring at you menacingly. Just kidding about wanting to haunt you. Um, I'm going to exit the room. <laughs> Mr. Paleman, uh, why are you possessing this child? It is not possession. This child was going to die. I have granted him life for eternity. At what cost? No cost. So, did you just do it just because? What I do is my business. I don't come to you and ask you why you do what you do. Oh, well, I mean, I'll tell you. I I, uh, I kill monsters that eat the baby. I'm just attempting to discern whether or not you are eating the baby. If this was a benevolent... You know, thing like you just didn't want this little boy to die. That's one thing. If you are like siphoning spirit energy or some shit, uh, that might be a problem. 
Dougie has remained undisturbed for 2,000 years. If I were attempting to siphon him, he would be long gone. What's with the other spirits around here? Echoes. Nothing more. I don't think this one is the baby. Is it safe to come back in, then? Yes, it's safe to come back in, Liz. Oh, okay. Woo. And you walk in, and Pale Man is still just floating there. No. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he's still floating. Almost as if he's ready to attack if he needs to, but he's not, like, aggressively coming for you. What do you know about the day that everything happened here? Many dark and horrible things. By means unknown, I became trapped on this plane. My natural desire to seek kinship with lost souls drew me to this location. Dark forces were at play. The waters rose from the earth, and the sky turned black and fell to the ground. In their darkest moment, the people of this city abandoned their beloved beholder. Finding peace in a new savior, a dwarf named Kigaroth, who misled them and sacrificed their lives in exchange for a seat at eternity. What does that mean? You should ask your beholder friend. Now leave us. Uh, okay. I guess we'll get out of your hair? Alright, bring Dougie back. And yeah, he floats to the ground, and you can see the small dwarf boy shake his head back and forth. Says, Man, I really hate when that happens. You did great, Switchblade. Okay, be sure to tell Kigaroth that I did good. I want to fight alongside him someday. He's a real hero. He's going to save us all. All right, bye, Switchblade. Have fun being ghosts. All right. Ooh. <laughs> I'll try to keep this one from haunting you. I'll do I, I, my I best. I appreciate that. I don't like ghosts. They scare me. But you better watch your language. I will. I'm walking out of the room. Yeah. No, oh, wait. Is there another uh, exit in this room besides just the glass? Is there any other way to go? Yeah, there's a, another archway that's almost identical to the one you walked through. But as you get closer to it, the stone blockade has collapsed in. And you hear Eorith pipe up. He says, this is strange. It was up the last time I was here. We have explosives. Oh, I look back at Yorith and I'm I like, set the cart with Yorith in it on fire. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. It's a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just penning my next masterpiece on uh, spiritual possessions. <laughs> what? Why are we talking about blowing open things? Uh, what? Should we go back the other way? What? Why are you yelling? I'm still outside. <laughs> why are you still outside? Because you're dead when you're standing in there. Oh, my God. Lessa Isaac. slaps her face, like her forehead. We all slap our faces. <laughs> all right. I do. I march back over to Isaac and I grab him by his shoulders. Not hard. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to leave visible bruises. Oh, oh. You're not dead. The room is full of ghosts who don't know they're dead. You're alive. And then I pinch him just a little like, <clears throat> do you feel that? All right. Yeah. You're alive. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Dougie looks at all you guys standing in front of this. <laughs> don't tell him stone. he's dead. The stone thing says, yeah, that fell about an hour ago or so. Do you, do you know why it fell? One of your ghost friends was through there. You know what he looked like? 
Big motherfucker. Oh, sorry. He was a big. He was a Ooh. big guy. He was a big guy. I don't, he looked like a ghost. He had a hood over his head. He went through with that guy, and he points to Yorth. Yes, that one is the stupid ghost. You may berate him and swear. Personally, I think want. all ghosts are pretty stupid if they're dead. <laughs> right, I'm leaving the room where my feelings are going to get more hurt. <laughs> also, your ass concerned. is definitely haunted. <laughs> Lord, I cast clairvoyance. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie, Dougie looks at you and like, what's this one doing? Is he praying? No, Shh. she's getting ready to possess you. Ooh. Stop messing with Dougie. I can still <laughs> Wait, can she do that? Dougie, let's go. I don't want to go. I'm having fun with the ghosts. We'll come back and see you later, Dougie. Well, I don't know if I want you to come back. Go well, then. <laughs> we will You'll come. never hear us or see us again if you leave. He won't haunt you if you go. All right, fine. I need to walk away. Okay. Let's try this again. Clairvoyance. Yeah, you focus for 10 minutes as you kneel in this room that is surrounded by dead spirits. And you can feel uh, an unease inside you as you conjure your spirit into the bones of this city. And as you focus beyond this door, what you see is kind of shocking. The walls along the other side of this tunnel have splatters of blood all over them including the set of levers, is destroyed and covered in blood. I describe all of it down to every last detail. So if Wiz wanted to Misty Step... I mean, you could try, but you might end up in a wall. But that there's really no point because the levers are all broken. I mostly wanted to do it to spook Dougie. (laughs) So I think our best bet may be just to blow up the wall, I think you already. So should we try, like, one bomb? You have have, one barrel. Oh, we only have one? Yeah, you took a barrel of explosive with you. Oh. Uh, Dougie, if you're around, get somewhere safe and plug your ears. All right, that's all for me. Bye. Should we open it and sprinkle some out? Yeah, I mean, we just set it by the door. (laughs) Gently place the barrel up against the the door. Sure. Without using we magic. All, we all leave the room. Without using magic. Without using magic. We all leave the room. <laughs> when we are safe, Isaac throws a firebolt with at, magic. With magic at the barrel. It's important. It explodes. The door crumbles and collapses. We all cheer. No one dies. <laughs> Without magic. We climb over the rubble into the bloodshed and continue our adventure. Possibly then with we magic. Get a million dollars. And then we win and story's over and we do something else. Beach party. Woo! This plan is flawless. I mean, best one we've come up with so far. (laughs) Literally nothing could go wrong. So you're throwing a fireball, correct? Okay. You ready this fireball. And as you do, you feel the rail kind of empower you. And as you fling this firebolt across the room, it almost like snaps to the arcane rail and follows it around to that center platform. And as it does, it kind of like spins around this glass plate Uh in the middle of the room. And Uh as it does, it grows more and more violent with fire that starts to grow to an almost- Back up. Uh, Back up. Okay, Uh I grab Yorth's cart and just start pulling him away. Lessa, good behind. Lessa, go. And the whole 
town center begins to fill with flame and you feel that explosion go off from this giant fireball that is being summoned and a wall of fire begins to navigate its way down this path in your direction. Move! <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a bad idea. Would we, Shit. Would we be able to take cover just like on either side of the door? Is this a straight hallway? It's a straight hallway. There are houses and small shops on either side of it, though. If you wanted to take cover inside one of those, you could. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to duck into whatever's closest to me. Yeah. I just, I pull yours out of the cart and just like, sorry, haul them in somewhere. Yeah, you you throw them over your shoulder and dive into this room. Less on, I take cover in a house. Isaac? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't I'll think I've out okay, of the good because I don't think I have time to go back for you. All right, I need everyone to make athletics checks. I'm sorry, I made a poor decision. I, I didn't expect <laughs> that to happen either. I, sh I should have just lit a crossbow bolt on fire. <laughs> <laughs> In retrospect, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Wiz, what'd you get? Hmm. Sixteen. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, Twenty-four. And that one plus four, I got Ooh, five. Five. But I have a, a human shield. I have an elven shield. <laughs> Fuck. Everybody takes cover behind blown out windows, inside doorways, just trying to get away from this wall of flame that is coming in your direction. And for the most part, everybody makes it through. Rave, as you are running towards this blown out shop window, you go to dive, but you mistime your dive and trip, hurling Yoreth into the window, but falling to your knees, probably about two feet shy of this storefront. And this wall of fire is quickly approaching you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Tuck and roll. <laughs> you can do it, man. Believe. Oh. Oh, no. You go over there too. Why are my blood dice betraying me? Uh, you quickly attempt to clamber over this short waist high wall into this shop window. Um, you get about halfway in and you are burned by this flame as it scorches you. You don't feel the pain because of your silver weave, but you are severely burnt by this fire. <laughs> oh my god and you take 26 points of uh, fire right, damage that was that was way more build up for what that actually was it was 8d8 and I rolled a bunch of 3s and 1s so you got lucky and an entire sleeve of your, your clothes has been burnt to crisps and a piece of your, your hair on your left side of your face has been burned off, and you're missing half of your left eyebrow as well. My hair? Mm -hmm. Everybody else, you feel the shock from this explosion as it blows flames into your hiding places, and each of you are thrown back, and you're all going to take nine points of force damage. <laughs> Guys, it wasn't me. Lesser, are you okay? Uh, well, I'm a little shaken up. That was kind of scary. Um, but it's she's entirely like entirely unexpected. Writing <laughs> notes down, she says, "I don't know what this this metal is, but it's very strange." Uh, I think we should just chill on the magic spells while we're on these blue energy lines, because <laughs> I don't want to what. 
But what what if it makes me heal better? I was about to say, what if you cast a healing spell and it does that same thing and just casts a wall of healing? Well, then what if you bring the dead bodies back to life? It's radiant magic, not necromancy. Hey, did we get the door open? You want to go look? Yeah, I want to go look. Yeah, you walk back into this room following the much brighter glowing trail now. You don't need a, a torch at all. You can see perfectly clear in this antechamber now. Um, yeah, you could see that this wall has been totally blown in. And as you make your way past the black glass platform, you can see it is glowing bright. That map of constellations and stars is much more defined now. You can see dots of light moving that appear to represent the movement of people, as if this is tracking everything that's going on in the city. Oh, does anyone have any burn gel? I have healing magics. Will it fix this? And I show my Phantom of the Opera face. <laughs> um, but the the hair is not going to grow back. That's okay. I have a plan. Isaac, help me get rid of these blisters, please. Yeah, I'm going to use 3d6 of healing light on her. <laughs> you can have four back. Is that enough to get rid of the blisters? Uh, you hold this hand, uh, your hand out over and siphon some of your radiant energy into Rave's wounds. And you feel that pulsing from the rail and rave you are healed for 12 points of damage oh Ooh. word up i'm gonna like look at my hands like <gasps> my god i'm gonna put wow. it in my pockets <laughs> i feel physically much better uh emotionally still real fucked up who has a dagger i'm not Ooh, going to hurt myself I pull out two of my daggers i just need one. Oh. And something shiny. Does anybody have anything shiny? She's one. He's a. Taco does have some really nice head polish. All right, we'll work around that. I'm just gonna half shave, baby. Yep, you. It's not gonna look great. I'll fix it later. It doesn't take much off uh, what hair is left. This goes double for Kako. Just lie to me right now and tell me I look okay. I almost said roast me later, and I just start crying. <laughs> Lessa gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> I love you. I, I give Wiz the dagger but thank you oh, cool. it looks good right oh yeah if you want me to like style it up I have like some accessories in my bag we'll do that later when we're not in danger but I appreciate it okay Kako yeah. continues down the hallway yeah you step into this hallway Kako ahead of the rest of the group uh, they're quickly behind you as you step into this room you see lots of bloody smears all over the wall as if Something was pounding these walls with their bare fists, leaving bloody prints everywhere. Yorith, do you happen to know why Taka might have been um, covered in blood? Well, I would assume it has something to do with him losing control. We had him controlled by one of these, and he taps to his collar. But apparently it appears as if something caused the collar to malfunction. Now he's in some kind of blind rage. That's why he broke my leg. Could it have been the uh, the magic circle thing? No, we didn't interact with it. We took a quick look, but moved on. It wasn't our target. I guess I continue? Yeah, you continue down this hallway. And as you do, you come to a turn. Um, and this tunnel just continues down with this, this rail and everything. And you can hear ahead of you the sounds of something pounding on the walls. Mm. Come on, we gotta go help him. I agree. Tuck needs us. Hmm. 
No one, let's go. Sorry, who's Tuck? Tuck is oh. a goblin king. Yeah. Yeah, we're friends with the Goblin King. We're associates with the Goblin King. Really good friends. Associates. Friends. We're associates. <laughs> we're going to go save our friend. All right. He's coming along for the ride because he feels some type of moral obligation. I'm here to hunt monsters. Yeah, I'm but gonna we know Tuck. Tuck's not a monster. Well, he wasn't when we saw him. We don't know what these weird fuckers have done to him. He may not be himself anymore. You should listen to your master. He knows what he's talking about. I am not that. I'm a teacher. Listen to your teacher then. Teacher, master, whatever word you choose for it. We're all subservient to somebody. Speak for yourself. Or just don't speak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine with you being quiet for the rest of this trip. At least until we need you to say something, in which case say something or we'll break your other leg. (laughs) Okay, maybe we won't do that, but yeah. Um, can I start moving forward a little bit towards the sound of the rumbling? Yeah, as you push forward, you see carvings on this these walls. They get more intricate the further you get in. Um, that appear to be depicting the same beholder that you saw depicted on previous murals. And they appear to be murals of this beholder with a light shining above him as he's being worshipped by hundreds of thousands of people. And as you get deeper and deeper, you hear the sounds of something roaring and the sounds of more banging up ahead. I'm rushing towards the noise. Yeah. Um, it doesn't caution. Take, it doesn't take you too much longer before you see uh, the hulking figure standing uh, in the darkness, pounding on what appears to be uh, a door that leads further in. Um, and he's trying to bust this door open. But as you look at him, you can see his fingers and hands are busted open, currently profusely bleeding. Tuck. You yell to, to Tuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuck. Tuck turns to you and runs towards you in a rage. Oh. Um, like bounding towards you. Do I can have I- to be in combat to rage? No, you can just rage if you want. So in this situation, we're kind of in a loose initiative order. Okay. When I see him, I would just like to, ooh, rage. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to uh, push Wiz out of the way. <laughs> can I can I cast Ensnaring Strike on my javelin and just throw it at him? You just want to attack him? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, make the whatever roll strike. you got to make. Aim for his foot or something. Uh, I mean, the Scylla's damage to him, though, yeah? 1d6. It's not a it. lot. Yeah. You uh, hurled your javelin in his direction, and he grabs it out of the <laughs> air. And snaps it in pieces. Does Holy that not count? Shit. You did not hit him. Are the blue line things still in here? Yes. In fact, you can see the gem in his control collar is flickering as if it's malfunctioning. Oh, so that probably is what's fucking him up right now. Yeah. Maybe we need to get that off. If you have something. I was just going to hit him. That's my goal. So if you want to. Yeah. Just- no, I'm going to try to distract him if you want to like try to take a swing at him. Yes. Can I. Use minor illusion to make a visage of his crown and say, Tuck, wait, I have your crown. Uh, yeah, you cast minor illusion. Uh, and he turns his, his attention directly towards you and begins running in your direction. Oh, okay. Non-lethally. I don't want to kill him. I want to hit his collar. Okay. 26. That is a hit. Yes, okay. That's... 14 damage to the collar. 
yeah, you uh, slice at this collar with your, uh, you're using your axe. Yes. Um, and as you swing up towards it, you hit this collar and it hits the metal that it's made out of. You can tell it's buckled under the weight of your attack, but has had no effect so far. I'm going to follow up with some Eldritch Bless. Uh, he's going to have an action before you can do that. Oh, shit. Um, he is going to grab you, Wiz. I need you to make a strength uh, contest with me. <clears throat> uh, it's uh -oh, not going to happen, my Wiz guy. <laughs> ripped in half. We have Audience. two half boys. Um, I'm dead. Oh, six. Uh, yeah, Tuck grabs you by your ankle and flings you Ooh. down the hallway behind you, throwing you about 40 feet Ooh. as you fly through this hallway, and you're going to take falling damage as you fall. <laughs> uh -oh. Every time I can skid across the ground. You fall damage? What? Can you I, know, I figured that's something a creature that yeah, can fly can would have. Not, like, necessarily fall. Like, yeah, I can levitate as an action. Not as a bonus reaction. That was a lot of dice. That's a lot of damage. So as you bounce across this floor, you take 15 points of falling damage oh, no. as you're thrown into this room. <laughs> and as you do, you can see now that you're standing about 30 feet from a door that has four slots on it and is surrounded by this beholder visage glowing with a blue light that is pouring energy into this room that covers about 30 feet uh, in front of this doorway. And then there is another path to the right that disappears in darkness. It's <coughs> it's the door. It's the door right there. <laughs> you gonna blast? Pew! Pew, pew! You fire at this collar. Oh. Make an attack roll. Sixteen. Nope. That was even worse. Uh, Fifteen. Nope. Uh oh. How did I roll six, seven, eight? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you fire these three bolts towards Tuck, um, and he raises his arm up and almost, like, blocks the shots from hitting him. And they pierce his skin, and you can see, like, blood pour out of his arm, but he's unfazed by your damage. Um, and, Isaac, as you get a good look at Tuck, you can see the black infection that you had in Bog's bottom no. running all through his body. No, no, he is, no, no, like, no, no, His no. skin is, like, almost entirely black with splotches of green leftover. Kako, you want to do anything? Yeah, can I just um, hit him with my sword? You just want to attack him? Yeah, I mean, yeah. non-lethally, yeah, but go ahead. I still got... Um, okay. Does a 25 hit? Yes. Okay. It does 5 damage, and <laughs> he has to make a strength check. What's the AC? 12. Oh, yeah, he beats that. Fuck. Okay. I guess it'll just hit him again. Sixteen. Sixteen. That doesn't hit. Nope. Damn it. Okay. In this loose order, Wiz and Rave, you still have actions. Oh yeah, Rave, don't touch the black parts of his skin. They're a weird disease thing and it'll turn you into a sludge monster. That's very good to know. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna pick myself up. He's forty feet away from me. Yeah, he is 40 feet away from you, and you are now about 35-ish feet from this door. Can I try to cast Calm Emotions on Tuck? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> second level, must make a Charisma saving throw. A creature can choose to fail the saving throw. Choose one of the following two effects. 
You can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. When the spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes, provided that its duration has not expired in the meantime. Uh, actually, I don't know if that would totally work, but... No, well, we're going to roll with it. Okay. And what is the spell save DC? Spell save DC is 16. Yeah, he doesn't have high charisma. Uh, he fails. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try to calm him as much as possible and be like, Tuck, it's your friends. Remember us in Bog's Bottom? Uh, you cry out to Tuck to understand you. Um, and you see him like grasp at his head and kind of like shake his body back and forth. And he eventually like slams himself against the side of this wall and begins to like claw his way towards your direction. But he steps over you and into the light of the beholder's eye where he collapses on the ground. Yeah, I'm going to rush over to him. Is he alive? Unconscious? He, he is alive. You can tell that in this light, he is somewhat in control and he is like breathing very heavily. I'm going to roll him over and... Carefully, don't touch the black. Um, You're going to hit the collar? I would. Or just try and take it off? I guess I'd rather just try to take it off. Um, Yeah, you said you're leatherworking? Yes. Uh, Make a, let's just make a dexterity check, but add your leatherworking proficiency to that too. Oh, word, that's a 23. Yeah, you, uh, you grab like your axe and find a place to like slice it open and free him from this collar. While she's doing that, I'm going to cast Healing Word on his wounds, like his bloodied knuckles, and uh, try to patch that up. Touch the rail while you're doing it. Uh, As you stand in this light, you attempt to cast this spell, but you're unable to access any of your arcane abilities. Mm. I'm going to grab Tuck's legs. I'm going to pull him out of the light. You're going to pull him out of the light? No, 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 no. Just for now, can I try to cast the spell into the room or it wouldn't work? You step outside, but as you funnel arcane energy towards him, as it touches this light, it fizzles away. Kako's just kind of kneel down in front of him. just like, are you alive? He says, Tuck, recognize you. Uh, Tuck yes. friend. <gasps> Asso- yeah, associate. No. Oh. Tuck, did you go crazy when you got the black slime or when they put the collar on you? Tuck, not Tuck anymore. Something wrong. Well, yeah, you got the black slime on you. They they did this any points at Eorith. Mm. Hey, fuck you, Eorith. Hey, I'm just going to throw this out there. If we manage to fix Tuck, would you guys be comfortable feeding Eorith to Tuck? Like, I understand not wanting to give him to just random goblins and stuff, but I mean, Tuck has a good reason to murder this guy. I still think that's murder. Yorith chimes in and says, they found vats of this black stuff underneath the rubble of the church. Yeah, it caused a plague. Yeah, well, can't say I'm surprised. I'm sorry. Volatile stuff. Hey, fuck you, Yorith. Was it Onrock the one that tipped you guys off? What are you, you talking about? We were summoned by by the noble. What was his name? Vinland? I don't know. I swear Onrock said that he he was the one that like summoned the Inquisition. Yes. So you're right. But he did it under the under the guise, guise of, of Vinland. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you're being manipulated by an evil god. 
So there's that. Um, We have to use our enemies' weapons against them in order to win this fight. Without knowing what they're capable of, we're fighting blind. Except we beat them without using their weapons. You think this is over? You think you've won anything? I mean, from what we've gathered, we've killed one-seventh of them. It's one-seventh more than you've killed. Touché, I suppose. But there's much more bloodshed to come if we don't act soon. Hmm. Not a fan of this guy. Tuck, do you know where the other one of these weird stone things are? Uh, He looks over to the door. He says, Tuck saw stone in door. But as you look over, the stone is not in the door. There are four empty slots. Do you know what happened to it? Tuck saw big one. And he points towards Yorith. His friend. He took it. Some motherfucker already had one or took it very recently. Yoris, do you have any way to contact Turles? If I had a way to contact him, I would have done it when I was locked in a cage. So it probably would be unwise to just put a keystone in the door now. Wait, hold on. I go and knock on the door. (laughs) You knock on this door, but you don't hear a response. Oh, but how many times has that worked? But for you hear us, a really? voice. So, you hear oh. a voice standing outside of this light that says, "If only it were that easy, huh?" And it's the masked man. Oh. That would be incredibly convenient, sir. It occurs to me um, something that I forgot to ask you the last time we were here. Uh, who the fuck tattooed my hand? Well, because he was dressed like you. He says the work is sloppy, as he steps towards you you feel a slight burning but not like you felt when you were in his presence um oh, yeah i just put my hand in the anti-magic field yeah but as he like pushes his hand through the field it like disappears this is astral projection it's tricky oh yeah i would imagine it was someone who wanted you to believe that i couldn't be trusted I someone mean, who wanted to keep a tab on you know your, your location at all times how many people come to mind well, the Ravens, um, the guy who hired us. Hmm. Um, it's possible that my ex-wife doesn't like me very much. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Just drop that Hold and see up. where it lands. You no, were married? No, no, I was talking about the um, the uh, the chick. Avis? Oh, okay. The shared yeah. custody. Okay, yeah. I understand. I thought you were dropping an actual one. I was going to be like, nope, we have no records of your ex-wife. Mike's over there approaching like... Approaching <laughs> Like scritching down on I paper. For, I forgot All right, name. the villain for the next story is this. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> it's possible Avis doesn't like me very much, um, which makes the most sense considering I like specifically couldn't go there anymore. This could be just some weird mm, no, indirect I think restraining it might be order. Somebody away from the Inquisition. You mean the circle? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. the circle. Uh, God, there's so many people who hate us. It could be that one guy on the other team that I want to. Um, Brutally murder? Oh. No, it's not Radic. It might be them, though. N- no. Uh, do you have any idea who this could be? Yeah, Mike, do you have any idea who this could be? Can you Mr. tell Mastman? us? <laughs> he says, me. whoever it is is trying to keep their identity a secret. Someone skilled in the underground art of deception. Possibly one of the ravens, if I had to guess. But there are a lot of people who are interested in whether or not you succeed here. 
I just want to kill monsters. I don't care about your city's politics or anything like that. Why couldn't you do this to Isaac? It would be so much more, like, impactful to him, because he wouldn't know who to trust. I hate all of you. Why would you say that to me? Actually, I said it to him. Uh, he said it about you. Yeah. Uh, he says, I don't imagine that they particularly cared which one of you they marked. They just wanted to keep an eye on your positions. Anyway... Do you know where the other stone went? Or more specifically, do you know where his fat companion is? Uh, <laughs> I've seen no movement uh, from where you previously left him. I would assume that he is still in the arena. I don't suppose you all would be interested in going and murdering him for us? <laughs> no, not particularly. We may have this city's interest in mind, but we're in no rush to make an enemy of the Inquisition. It behooves the city to keep them as far away from us as possible. I get the idea that murdering one of their agents will probably bring their hammer down on us. He's in a, he's in a weird tomb thing underground. Who would know that it was you? You can't just do this as a favor to me. I'm sorry. We're I mean, not we've already close. talked about this. It's not happening. <laughs> I feel like we're like days away from where Turles is. But like um, I, I no. imagine it'd probably be pretty easy to backtrack there. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't take you that long to backtrack uh, that in that direction, especially because you've made an ally of the goblinoids, so it's not like they're going to stand in your way. So the crystal, the one in the weird goo lady, healed you and then me and then everybody else. Could the crystal that the ghost chick help him? I mean, probably, but based on what Rave said, it's far away from here. Yeah, it's oh, in like a whole another village. Yeah. Isa has one. Provided we could convince her to give it to us if she still has it. Yeah, or we could just leaf tuck here until we go find I it. Mean, I, I look at the masked man. Can we strike a deal? <laughs> he kind of like rubs his hands together and says, I do love a good deal. Oh, what did you have in okay. mind? Right. I hate you so you're gonna, you're gonna strike a deal with this guy? What is it with you and deals? What I'm thinking is if the masked man can take Tuck back to the portal and get him above ground bound to Issa, maybe he can be cured of his ailment. I don't think it's going to work that way. Uh, he looks at you and he says, I'm not sure how I would get him safely through the city towards anyone who might be able to help him. Believe me, if I could, I... I would love to help you in this situation. But I think you need to ask someone else. And he points to the door. The beholder door? Yeah, to the beholder door. Also, why are you here? I'm always keeping an eye on things. Uh -huh. But, I mean, why did you choose now to show up? Oh, uh, I didn't necessarily choose now. I sensed uh, some sort of magical explosion and came to check the door was okay. Yeah, there wasn't a story about that. Um. <laughs> First time I heard Isaac just lying. <laughs> Straight up. Oh yes, I'm sure you had absolutely nothing to do with it. It must have been the hundreds of other people down here. Yeah, Wiz did it. Seems like you haven't gotten any better at lying <laughs> since we what? last spoke. Okay, All fine, right. I did it. <laughs> Okay, um, why don't we, for the moment, while we think on this whole 
talk situation. Uh, just go mm-hmm. shake down Turles for his key real quick. Do you have tabs on the big guy? Or no, wait, you just asked him that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said he hasn't he said moved. He hasn't moved. Let's just go back and check on him. Okay. I feel yeah. bad leaving Tuck here, but Tuck, we'll be back to resolve the situation as soon as we can. Try um, not to leave this room. Hopefully the weird magic monster behind this thing will have a solution. And then I guess we trudge on back to Turles in the arena. Yeah, it takes you about a, a third of the day in order to get back. And unfortunately, the only way back, because the purple worm caved in the doorway, is the long way back through the teleporter room and across the bridge. So many stairs. <laughs> yeah, so many stairs and a, a bunch of trudging through dark caves. You eventually make your way back towards the arena, careful to avoid the basilisk cage um, mm-hmm. that still hasn't been dealt with. Uh, before, I, my eyes are shut the whole time. Before we actually go confront Turles, I think one of us should stay here with Boy. I don't necessarily think we should play our hand too quickly. Oh, that we found yours? Yeah. I think maybe we should just ask for the thing back. What do we, what do we gain by doing that? Well... I'm I mean, the whole sure point was, I, I thought the point was, like, having him owe us a favor. I mean, I don't think that's why I did it. I think I was looking for an opportunity to discreetly throw him down a mine shaft or something. Sure. Um, Find a nice spider hole to hang him over. Exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. I but think that's maybe, actually what you said. This is given, was yeah. Uh, given that our, our friends are currently captives of the Inquisition, mm-hmm. like, I think this is a good bargaining chip. Why don't me and Rave wait out here with Eorus and you guys go inside? And yeah. if you want us to bring in Eorus for leverage, just use the speaking stone yeah. and say, uh, let's just see what we can get without bring in the hotcakes. And then uh, it's also very that. possible he already knows. It's also very possible he doesn't care. Let's just deal with this That's and we'll figure true. it out. Okay. So, us two go into Dr. Turles. If you need help, Use a speaking stone. Uh, yeah, you uh, walk in to see Turles. He is currently sat upon the box that the original keystone would have been in when you came this way, but he said was missing the first time through, which, based on your interactions with the Goblin King, was the truth. And he is sitting on that, almost like he's sitting on a throne, and he gives you like a slow clap as you enter the room. He says, well, 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 our valiant heroes have returned. Yes. So, do you have the keystone or not? Oh, no, I, I do. Can we have the keystone so that we can open the door? Uh, you can have the keystone when you have the other three. And I will slot my keystone into the door alongside you. Just kind of like football huddle with Isaac. Do we tell him about the goblins? What about them? Like, now, now, I thought we were friends. We There's specifically no are not. amongst friends. Don't give me that bullshit. Anyway... There's kind of a profit-sharing scheme going on with these keys at the moment. <laughs> you see his face drop, and he says, This was not the arrangement. I suggest you turn on whoever else you're with and drop whatever arrangements you have. Cool. I'd be happy to do that, because they are just goblins, but I think it would be easier if we just got the door open first and then sorted out who's betraying who later. He looks you up and down and says, my, my, you are far more ruthless than I gave you credit for. Did you not... Have you not read any of my books? Sure, <laughs> Monster Hunter. I have, like, a whole thing on goblin brains. Sure. 
But I did not expect you to be a man to go against his word to another ally, monstrous or not. Well, you know, they're monstrous. That's why I, I don't care. Fair enough. Yes, I like your plan. We'll gather the, the last keystone. I'll bring this one to the door. Bring your goblin friends, and he does air quotes. And then we'll kill them and open the door ourselves. Sure. I'm just um, face palming. Uh, how do you feel about your subordinate? Yorith knows what he's getting himself into. I saw him wounded back there, but I'm sure he can fend for himself. Okay. So yeah, I guess we'll see you at the door whenever. Uh, he looks over to Sarge and says, Alright, I guess it's time to gather your things. We're on the move again. Okay, so we return to the group. Yeah. Uh, the man doesn't seem to give a single fuck whether or not this boy is alive. I tried to tell you that. Yeah. So I I'm mean, not sure if we want to just give him back or if we want to throw him down the mine shaft. Just let him do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. You know, I never really thought about that. What do you want to do, Eorith? <laughs> Aside from spreading all. fascism across the planet. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't think that you would ask me that. I mean, I'm genuinely not. I'm but. being slightly rhetorical. He says, I am still committed to the fight I pledged myself to. If you let me go, I will return to it. That sounds like a good enough reason for me to throw him down the manshaft. Just go with Tearless. Yeah, he walks back into this room and disappears beyond the threshold as the door shuts behind him. Well. If this was the wrong move... You can kick me out of the party. Well, no, I'm not going to kick you out of the party or anything well, like that. I'll I just, just have trouble so I'll just make sure both of you are well aware. I'm obviously uh, not happy about handing over the so. person that, right, I mean, I know I will rue this day for the rest of however long, but mm. I'm not just going to throw him down a mine shaft. It's not really cool. Neither is fascism. But it's still murder. It just makes us one of them if we murder them back. They think they're just. We think we're just. Mm. So don't forget to vote November 3rd. <laughs> hey, kids. Fascism is cool. <laughs> no, that's the wrong Join message. The Inquisition today. Do you want to fight for a fascist government? No. <laughs> Seek okay. dangerous overreach? You know, you know what will make all of us feel better? Killing a giant bug. Do we really want to fight? Oh, thousands of spiders. Okay, the options are we either kill the giant spider lady and take her stone or offer her some dwarf? What if we just make like a dummy, fill it with straw and just enough blood that it smells real and we offer her that? But I also really want to kill her. Yeah, while she's kill distracted, we take the stone and we run. What if you use me as bait? No! Why would you even suggest that? Well, she wants dwarf blood, and I'm not comfortable bringing someone else into this nightmare. You should also not be comfortable with offering yourself. I mean, I trust you guys. You guys have gotten me out of stickier situations than this one. Mm. Lessa, <laughs> as your teacher, I just want you to know, I don't trust them. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> I think we need more information. Let's go find this. I'll follow whatever plan that you want. I'm just trying to think outside the box. I mean, all we know is her little 
egg nest hole over there that we dropped that one guy into. Yeah, and I mean, that place was covered in spider webs, too. So that's probably close to her nest. um, You've also seen, like, spiders with eyeballs around that lead you to believe that she has seen things, too, so. She's probably watching this. Okay. Did we see any spiders with giant ears? Not since you went towards Wretch's lair. He told you that he... But they exist. <laughs> we, what? <laughs> You've not seen them. I've not seen the spiders with ears, so she's heard everything too. Is this a spider with like a, a human ear attached to it? Based on the eyeball spider, pretty similarly, no. if that is a thing that exists in this world. I'm out. I quit. Uh, mm, I'm going to just go throw myself into the hole I have an now. idea. Lessa brought up being bait. We don't know exactly where Loris' main body is, but if we tell her, I look around for spiders on the ceiling. Uh, Make an investigation check. Oh, shit. Now that I'm paranoid about ear spiders, I'd like to assist on this. Yeah. Go ahead and make it with advantage. I'd like to think that all of us are just looking for these. Me or her? Or Wiz? Oh, okay. At a 19. I got a 17. So you don't see anything as you look around. I hate um, this already. But on the back of Isaac's cloak, you can see something peeking out. And he has a, an eyeball spider right on his back. Mm-mm. Do I notice it? What did you get? Not high. Three. No, you didn't. <laughs> okay. I grab it and crush it. Yeah, you crush it and it like pops in your hand as you do. Oh, it's like eyeball pops. So it's yep. more oh. just like juicy. Jelly. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> so this was on Isaac. So I'm pretty sure the bait plan just isn't going to work now. It was just an eyeball. You don't see anything that would lead you to believe that anything was overheard. And I just flick it away. And while he's not looking, I just kind of like wipe my hand on Isaac's shoulder. <laughs> No. <laughs> it is your spider. Um, okay, so he, here's what we could do. We could tell Loris we want a fair trade and get her to take us to her real body with Lessa in hand. Pretend like she's all tied up and stuff and be like, all right, we're going to hand her over now. So hand over the keystone at the same time. And then when she pulls it out, we'll be like, bleh, bleh. Squish. Uh, I would like to try to make one adjustment to that plan. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go into the den full of murderous spiders. I think we should try to convince her to bring her real self up to us. That's that's a tall order. Uh, It'll be harder, but it'll probably be safer. Yo, what if we can convince her to come to the room with the black plate and then we just throw a fireball or a firebolt into it and (gasps) take cover? Um, I touched that's the side dope. of my head. <laughs> Who said that? I said that's I did. Oh, <laughs> out of character. That's pretty dope. Okay, I just let's do that. I just look. Yeah, at you but and we'll be careful. The this side time. of my head. We'll be careful. You could take cover from the outset if you want. Yeah, I'll hide the whole time. It's not like me to do that, but I Plus, can't do that. I mean, I could use a radiant spell and just tank it for that matter. Okay, uh, which one true. of us has the highest persuasion? I don't know if more than one of us. Probably, go. I do. Really, you have higher <laughs> persuasion than the Bard. You do We're not find out. I mean, you I, do not have a plus. I have Juice a, the spider. You have a what? I don't swing that way. <laughs> they don't know that. I have a plus twelve. 
Yeah, yeah, you definitely Jesus have Bart. Christ. I think mine's plus nine. What if Lessa and I legitimately go to the room with the black plate in it so that her eye spiders see and can tell her yeah, so, that Lessa's there? So I figure all but and then Wiz will go alone. to the black plate room. And then Wiz will go to the spider hole, get the lady to and persuade her to come to us. I don't I feel think, good about Wiz maybe, going by himself. I think maybe, I think at least one person should go with Wiz. So if you and Lessa want to go to the black plate room, you want to be on standby, Wiz and I can go and try to convince. I'll let you do all the talking, but I'll be there just in case. Yeah, because okay. I mean, we'll never know if Wiz gets eaten by the spider if he's alone. Lessa, yeah, are you absolutely sure you're okay with this? Yeah, I mean, it's like you wrote in your book. Sometimes the best trap needs the best bait. You guys will just have to find a way to get out of the so room without of letting her out, though. Arcane gate. Okay. I mean, it, it opens portals. Basically, it's like a portal gun. You guys also have to be very discreet about setting this trap up. Make sure there's no eyes around when you're doing all the prep mm. work for this. All okay, right. this sounds like a plan. Um, Rave, you ready to head off? Yeah. All right, Rave and Wiz, you guys make your way towards the... This is the hard part. <laughs> you guys Good make luck. your way towards the pit where you previously encountered the spider queen, Loreth. And... She's actually waiting for you. Oh, shit. You can see her spider avatar standing there. And she says, you sure are fashionably late. We agreed to one day. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yikes. And here you are three days later. It's been three days. Leaving me on the hook. It's kind of rude, you know. Um no, I mean, it's just hard for us to... We've been really busy trying to fight goblins and everything. You'll have to excuse our rudeness, um, your majesty. And we have no concept of time down here. I, I've seen you have been busy conversing with the dead and fighting giant goblins. Yeah, it's uh, been a hell of a couple of days. I really didn't realize how much time it passed, so we're sorry about coming back so late, but you may have an offer that you'd be willing to take. Uh, make a persuasion check. Ah. 26. She says, I suppose I can be willing to forgive your transgressions considering you drove out those masked men who set up camp here. Much more peaceful without them banging around up here, so I suppose I can thank you for that. Uh, you're welcome. And per the previous arrangement we had talked about, I think we'd be willing to let you have your feast that you asked for. You've brought me a dwarf. Well, more like we have a dwarf. Ooh, uh, the girl. <laughs> if you would be willing to meet us at the Black Lass, they're waiting there. You mean the ghost town? You could have you bring... picked a nicer place for my feast. Well, only the dead will be watching, so... Uh, she strokes her chin and thinks this over. Make a deception check. 
And I mean, you don't have to eat her there. That's just where she's waiting. Oh my God, thank you, Lord. 23. <laughs> I suppose that's fair. Neutral ground. You wouldn't try to betray me, would you? I mean, honestly, the girl is less than uh, informed about her fate. My, we just needed my, to fool my. her. My. You are far more ruthless than I gave you credit for. Well, I keep hearing that today. <laughs> when you have demons in the back of your head, sometimes you get malicious ideas. Demons. Now that's interesting. I knew a demon once. A woman. Called herself Pain. Ugh. You wouldn't happen to be affiliated with this same demon, would you? Recently acquainted is what I'd like to put at, but mm. yes. We are more allies than I originally anticipated. She was the one who gave me my last feast. Trapped those poor dwarves and let us dine before they drowned. When the Great Flood happened? Oh yes, when they were abandoned by their savior, Kigaroth. He told them that he would fight for them and save them and end whatever was coming only to abandon them to the depths. I did hear about this man being quite the character. A charming fellow. He offered his entire city to me just to let him pass. Wow, that sounds like a great fellow. But enough dwelling on the past. I have a meal to get to. Your terms are agreeable. I shall meet you there within a few hours. We'll see you then. And I head out with Rave yes. behind me. You guys begin the long walk back to the Black Glass platform. Kako, Lessa, and Isaac, you have arrived here ahead of everyone else to set your trap for the Spider Queen Loreth. And as you arrive, you see... Dougie, he's apparently miming throwing rocks across this black class plate that is now lit up uh, and watching the light kind of flicker as it touches it. And he's laughing to himself as he does. And as he looks back, he says, hey, I wasn't expecting to see you guys back so soon. Uh, yes, unfortunately, we have to return. Just so you know, there's going to be quite some unpleasantness here in a you bit. Mean more unpleasant than the big explosion you made last time? Uh, man, I haven't seen a ghost do stuff like that. It was a neat party trick. Didn't burn, though. It should be slightly more unpleasant than that, yes. Do you mean to do harm to Dougie? Not to Dougie, no. I thought it was Dougie talking at first. <laughs> I got like three words and I went, wait a second. <laughs> I can promise you, uh, gentle spirit or whatever, we don't have any interest in Dougie. He's fine. He can stay. We're not going to uproot him or exercise you or anything like that. We're just going to take care of our business and then leave this place forever. If you are true to that word, I need you to never return here once you're done. I will not be so welcoming the next time you show up. Yes, we may have to briefly pass through this area after this encounter. I promise you we'll try to limit our interactions until our work in the greater underground city is done. Yeah, make a persuasion check. Um, 16. He says, fine. Have your fun. Oh, are we going to have fun? What we're about to do is not fun. Yeah, Especially I can imagine being dead is not fun. Yeah, no, it's quite traumatic. Ugh, 
Sounds terrible. Glad I'm not dead. Yes. Anyway, I'll see you later. I'll try to poke Dougie. Uh, you phase through him. He's like, you dumb ghost, you can't touch anything. You're a ghost. I shake my head and <laughs> start walking away. Um, actually, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, shit. Oh, Immediately you regret this decision. Uh-huh. The, the preemptive dice roll because he knows I rolled shit. It's a six. Uh, as you uh, touch Dougie and your hand phases through, you feel the life drain from you as if Dougie is like a suck on all life and all living things around him. Uh, and as you do, you take what did you roll? Six. Six. Yeah, you don't pass the save. You take 20 points of necrotic damage. Uh, <laughs> I also promise that I will try to keep a better handle on my compatriots so they don't uh, poke you anymore. Dougie says, well, actually, I feel pretty good right now. I'm sure you do. I bet. I'm sure your friend didn't appreciate that. You must have some kind of healing touch in you, man. You're making me feel all healthy and stuff. I never had this much energy in a long time. I walk away. I'm just going to kind of like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. As I'm like tying Les's hands up behind her back. I'm not excited for this fight. Look, I'm sure I don't have to tell you this, but if all else fails, feel free to just use me as shelter from the explosion. Uh, Well, I I hope it doesn't come to that. I also hope it doesn't come to that. But if, if it does, I'll be sure to trip you so you're slower. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Oh, well, you should. I'm so <laughs> proud of her. I feel it from a distance. <laughs> um, just make sure that it's nice and tight so it's convincing. I, I yanked the binds pretty tight. All right. Uh, where are you taking shelter? Somewhere high, preferably. There's about three stories in this center chamber that you could hide in. Okay. Um, so you can climb up some stairs and get to a high point. Yeah, basically somewhere within 500 feet of the center. Um, check for spiders. And I check for spiders. Yeah, just make a perception check. Uh, 16. Yeah, you look around, but you don't see any evidence of spiders this deep into the tunnels on that note i'm also going to check for spiders just to be safe yeah make it with your bonus that you get for your natural explorer (laughs) uh 15 yeah you also don't notice anything if there were spiders here apparently whatever is going on has preoccupied them um so yeah you climb up to a third story (laughs) dougie follows after you and he peeks over the balcony that you're sitting on he's like you're kind of silly you know the bakery's closed ain't gonna get any bread today can yeah. you even eat? Bread does sound really good right now. Also, why are you up here? <laughs> uh, well, said so to get somewhere safe. So I don't know. See, be next to you seem pretty <laughs> safe. I assume you're not trying to kill you. Are you trying to kill yourself? You can't. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Out character. I Isaac can't say anything to this. He I'm liked speechless. a taste of your life force, and now he's here for more. <laughs> I think it's less about that, more about the fact that Isaac's having an existential crisis right now. About what? About whether or not he's really dead. (laughs) You still believe him? It should be quite clear that you are not dead. Oh no, No. Isaac does not. (laughs) Things haven't been going so great for Isaac the past couple months. There's a lot of conflicting data here. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so Dougie just takes cover behind the same place you're doing and just kind of watches you. Yeah, I'm just going to hunker down and try to pretend he's not there. Yeah, just make a stealth check for me. 
15. Yeah, you're able to to hide yourself up high enough that there's not really a line of sight that can see you from anywhere. You're 100% hidden. Cool. And um, it's a couple hours before Wiz and Rave show back up, and they're the first to arrive before the Spider Queen. You guys should probably wait on like the other side of the gate so that when she shows up, you can just like walk away. Um. Yeah, I wink. <laughs> Kako just kind of, kind of glares at you. I thought I thought it'd be cool in the moment. Did you oh. get poked in the eye or something? Uh, no, sorry. Uh, I'm going. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you guys hiding? Um. Isaac, can I hide with you? Uh, yeah, sure. Where Come on up. Oh, where are you at? Yeah, I, like, wave from up high. I fly up there. Uh, Rave, <laughs> are you hiding in the antechamber with them? Are you standing hiding in the hallway near the levers? Where are you hiding? Weren't there, like, blown-out houses and stuff, like where I tried to hide before? Yeah. There's very, in, very far inside one of those. Okay, yeah, you find a, a blown out house and you hide in the back corner. Very high, like far behind yes. one of the, the cabinets. I'm okay. not taking any chances this time. <laughs> so are we all set to spring this trap? I think we are all waiting in position. Sethi spaghetti. You know what would be really helpful to have? Uh, uh, some inspiration. I got one left. Give it to Isaac. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I take my bucket out of my bag and set it next to me, just in case. <laughs> yeah, you pull an empty bucket out of your bag and set it down. A puke bucket? Yeah. Oh, okay. Dougie looks at you confused as you pull a, the bucket out of your bag. He says, I know buckets could die. <laughs> I poke the bucket. It's all dead wood. <laughs> Think about it, Dougie. How am I wearing clothes right now? Your clothes die? I just assume that you took things with you when you die. Mm, everything dies. That's like when a warrior dies, they bury him with his axe so that he can uh, use it to fight in the afterlife. Right. That's what mom but told it me dies in church. Too. Yeah, everything has a life. You haven't been swearing, have you? Nope. No, I've been good. Mm. I promise. You can ask the pale man. Give you the watchful eye. Okay. <laughs> Spooky ghost. Ooh. All right. With everyone in their positions... It's about another hour before the Spider Queen Loreth makes her way down the tunnel. And you can hear her legs kind of like chattering on the ground as she makes her way and it echoes down this tunnel. And you can tell she's not alone. She has brought with her a couple spiders. And as she enters the room, you see Loreth. And she is kind of a, a stunning woman just, just by looking at her. She has a regular humanoid face and torso up until about her belly, which is then the entire body of a spider. And it's a very deadly looking black widow. And she's pulling herself in with her legs. Kind of think uh, Quaylag from (laughs) Dark Souls. And with these, looks like about four of her spider minions. They are giant spiders. Probably about the size of like a Mini Cooper. These are pretty big spiders. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, how big, how is, big she? is she? Yeah. She is is almost monstrous. A large Cooper. SUV size. <laughs> 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 I would say like 
she's a pretty big monster. And uh, she looks around and she says, where are the other two? They were um, quite attached to Lessa. Make a deception check. It's an 11. Should he get, like, advantage because it's a half-truth? He doesn't need it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she looks you up and down. She's like, oh, in here I was thinking that they were a lot more bloodthirsty than that after offering up their friend and companion. Such a tasty little treat she is, too. Mm. And she looks her up and down. And as she grins, you can see, like, rows of razor-sharp teeth. All right, I suppose you're wanting the keystone, then we can make this nice and fair. Mm -hmm. She snaps her fingers, and like a wave of spiders move their way across the floor and form like a pillar in front of her that's like a hand holding up the keystone, and she grabs, thank you, my children, and they disperse around the room. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just... Oh, no, I, I can imagine for... Someone with so few legs, it's probably unsettling. It's not the legs. I think it's just the stacking on top of each other. It's just weird. Anyway, um, may I have that? We can exchange at the same time. Okay. Are you moving forward with Lessa? Yeah, I'll, I'll walk forward with her. Yeah, you push Lessa forward um, kind of forcefully as you're mm-hmm. playing this up. Um, and you can hear her... Oh, as she moves forward and Lorith begins to move closer with you, keystone in hand, until you guys are standing on like opposite sides of that black glass, probably about 20 feet apart. Are you continuing to move towards her? I mean, you have me outnumbered. I'm not sure. Could you just toss it here? Push the girl to the center and I'll toss it across. That's more than fair. I could just kill you and take her. You really could. Not a character. You gotta trust me and make a move here. Yeah, just whenever we're getting a signal. Um, now, now, yeah, just uh, now. I cast Arcane Gate. Uh, yeah, you are casting it behind Kako and Lessa. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of grab Lessa and we fall back. I mean, you didn't get the didn't damn see. stone though. Yeah, we can pick it up off her corpse. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you cast this Arcane Gate. Where are you putting the other side? By me. By by you. Yeah. Um, yeah, you cast this arcane gate, and as you place it behind them, you see that ripple through the arcane energy, and as it does, your gate, like, twists and cracks with energy, and Kako and Lessa fall back through it, but do not appear on the other side. Shit! And you hear Loreth yell, it's a trap, and she clamors towards your gate. I drop it immediately, and can I cast another spell? Yeah, you can cast another spell. I'm going to sh- fire Guiding Bolt at Lorith. What does that do? A flash of light streaks towards a creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes di- radiant damage. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your turn has advantage. Uh, you cast this Guiding Bolt. And as you do, it pulls towards the center of the room like you saw that firebolt do previously and it spins around filling this room with radiant energy and 
you are all everyone who is in this room is surrounded by bright white light that blinds you temporarily and as this explosion of radiant energy fills the room you hear the sizzling of spiders as everyone in this room is engulfed by this light i need wiz and isaac to make a dexterity saving throw uh 16 uh 18 you uh, both pass these saves, but you do still take a little bit of radiant damage. Mm. Uh, um, so it, it's 19 okay. points, but you guys take half because of your save and half because you're behind half cover. So uh, what if I'm also uh, resistant to radiant damage? Then you're just going to take four points of damage. Your gate, however, even though you dropped it, is still open behind you. What the fuck? Even you no longer have control. Whatever is in this room is now in control of your gate. Um, yeah. So, Kako and Lessa, as you drop into this portal, you attempt to drop it before Lorith can dive across this room, but she manages to follow after them oh, um, shit. about halfway before she's singed by this radiant energy and she's pulled through the gate. On the original side or our side? I mean, you guys are both pulled through the gate. You do not appear on the other end. Lessa and Kako, you guys are out of place. Not in this plane or any plane you've ever seen. And you see phases of time overlapping with one another. And as you look through and you try and focus on where you are, you see a series of repeating events. You see civilizations rise around you only for the skies to darken and those civilizations to fall to ash and this repeats rising ash rising ash over and over and over again and you hear the screams of loreth as she claws her way towards you missing half of her body as it was severed by the arcane gate, she did not make it fully through. And she is screaming as she claws her way through, but her screams disappear in the ether around you. Does she have the key? Uh, she is clutching the key. Um, but even though she's trying to pull herself closer to you, she's not able to move. It's as if all of you are out of phase with time and mm. being pulled through all of history, pre-recorded otherwise, beyond civilizations you've ever seen. And then you come to a point where you're standing in the ashes of another fallen civilization probably eight or nine times. And you see seven figures floating above the horizon, staring down at the world as once again, darkness descends. And as you are engulfed by this, this pure emptiness, you reappear on the other side of the portal. And shortly after, not more than a couple seconds, Lorith pulls herself through, bleeding profusely as the back of her thorax is almost severed in half, and she weakly pulls herself with whatever four legs are left across the room. Just, you son of a 
bitch. Can I just kill her? You want to just end her? Yeah, I just want to just stab her in the throat. And yeah, she them. is prone. You don't need to roll. As you strike her down, what are you using? Uh, light song, I guess. How do you want to do it? Yeah, I just want to stab her in the throat. Yeah, you wielding light song, which is glowing with radiant energy. You pierce her throat as she says the word son of a bitch, and you cut off her words. And light song explodes with energy, not literally. Oh. Not the sword doesn't explode, but like it exerts energy and she immediately turns to ashes in front of you, her corpse falling to dust. I'm going to pick up the keystone. Yeah, you grab the keystone from the ashes and quickly dust it off. I'm going to stow my sword and I'm just going to look at less. I'm just like, are you okay? Um, what the fuck did we just see? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I'm going to like run up and like grab both of you and hug you. I'm going to immediately push you away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys are okay. Uh, out in the hallway, just. Did you win? Are you alive? <laughs> Lessa? We killed her. Lessa? No. <laughs> are all the other spiders Lauren. dead? Everything in this room is dead. <laughs> You don't see echoes. Including you guys. Oh, you don't no. see Dougie. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. no. Hey, you see we... a figure of pure darkness, glowing red eyes staring at you. And he says, You lied. I will come for you. Oh, no. Before he fades away. What? But Dougie was with us. Dougie is Radiant a ghost. damage. We filled the room with radiance, holy lights, and Please all the ghosts. excuse me as I commit seppuku. <laughs> I thought we settled on like the fire pillar thing. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be the it's fire. It's only 60 foot range. It wouldn't have worked. I mean, it's done. It happened. A rip little switchblade <laughs> who was already dead. Um, hmm. Well, if anything, it's going to be the two of you. Because you promised him and you blew him up. I promised him and I fell through on my promise because I didn't fucking do anything and he didn't poke him. We're all in this shit now. Oh, I'm sure ethereal beings of darkness and demonic energy will be sure to follow that line of logic. I mean, that's basically all a lawyer is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dudes, I'm really fucking sad about Dougie, actually. I think I feel. Guilt? Because you should. So much. I mean, Dougie was exercised. Maybe he's been put out of his misery. The pale man was keeping him in this I mean, one room. For regardless of, of the the merit in his existence, like I fucking killed somebody. Hey, he was already dead, Isaac. Okay, I know he said that we're the dead ones, but we're not. Uh, Kako is going to descend. Yeah, uh, as you dust off this keystone, you get a good look at the image that is carved into it. It appears to be a a beholder on top of what appears to be a pedestal almost as figures are building a city around him. Hmm. Can I intuit any kind of weird fucking enchantment like the other ones have? It appears to be exactly the same as the other ones. Okay, so if I hold on to this, I'll live for 2,000 years. Yep. Okay. Not sure I want that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, that's only like a 
so twice what elves normally live. It's not necessarily that it, you'd live for 2,000 years. It would unnaturally extend your lifespan. That's right. So I could live fucking ever. Okay. Um, I guess Lessa and I are just gonna go in silence. Go where? Uh, to the door, I suppose. That's the next stop, right? That's the next stop? Yeah. You guys leave this room, your second keystone in hand, yeah. as you make your way back to the beholder door. <laughs>